Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Live with Mel. This episode is brought to you by Yellow Cap Company of DC. If you're looking to avoid rideshare prices, then check out the Yellow Cap Company of DC when you are in the nation's capital. Katanji Brown Jackson is set to make history. Now, when President Joe Biden was running for office, one of the promises that he made was that he was going to nominate an African-American judge to the Supreme Court when the time came. Now, at this time, Judge Jackson is in the process of being confirmed to the Supreme Court. And if the confirmation hearing goes the way that many people expect is going to go, when she is confirmed, she will be the first African-American woman, the first Black woman to sit on the Supreme Court bench. Now, at this time, the confirmation hearing has begun. President Joe Biden has stayed true to his promise when he nominated Judge Jackson. Now, there is still a long process to go before she can actually take the bench, and a lot of it has to do with the various Senate hearings. Now, Judge Jackson has been vetted by the Biden administration, and she is now at this time going to go before the Senate, and it's happening at this moment in order to go through the confirmation hearing. Now, if she takes a bench, like I stated before, she will be the first African-American female judge on the bench, but she'll also make history by being the first to have worked as a public defender. Now, when President Joe Biden initially stated that he was going to nominate a Black woman judge to the bench, there were some people who were upset that he was limiting to women and African-Americans, specifically a woman African-American. However, many people believe that it is time to have more Black women in positions and power in high-ranking positions in the U.S. government. Vice President Harris was the first African-American vice president. And again, that is something that President Biden chose. Throughout his administration, it looks as though President Biden is trying to be the champion and push Black women to the forefront, especially at a time when, they're, when women are ready to step up and they're being pushed into the public eye in politics. And many people are saying it's about time. Now, the hearing happening today will give Judge Jackson the opportunity to tell the Senate what she is all about. Now, many people will be asking her, specifically Republicans, about her track record, about what she has done during her career as a lawyer and as a judge. Now, with these hearings happening, the one thing that we have to see is, will there be enough votes to actually get her to the bench? And at this time, it looks as though if the Democrats stick together and they all vote to put her onto the bench, they'll have no problems. It looks as though they do not need any Republicans' help to get her to the bench as long as they continue to have 
a united front. But the thing that needs to happen is they need to continue to have a united front. And at this time, it looks as though they do. Now, while they do need to have a united front, it does look as though they will have some Republicans voting along with them to actually turn it from a nominee to a Supreme Court justice. Now, many, many Republicans, although they do not want to necessarily push forward President Joe Biden's nominate, nominee, Judge Jackson, many of them do not want to seem as though they're against having a woman or an African-American person on the bench. And because of that, they may go along with voting to allow her to take that next step. Now, the process of becoming a Supreme Court justice is as follows. First, you have the nomination, which President Joe Biden did do. President Joe Biden did nominate, uh, um, excuse me, Judge Jackson to the bench. And now the process that we're in right now is the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now, with the Senate Judiciary Committee, what's going to happen is they're going to vet her. They're going to ask her questions and we're going to be in the first hearing. And then there's going to be a committee vote. After this Senate Judiciary Committee hearing, you're going to have the full Senate hearing. And from there, you will see the final vote. Now, the process for the Senate Judiciary Committee has started today, March 21st. And with this happening, we're going to see both Democrats and Republicans asking Judge Jackson all of these questions that they have. Now, Wade states don't care as long as they're qualified and not just being put in a place that a check mark on the list somewhere. Now, again, there are a lot of people saying the same thing that Wade is stating, that they don't care whether the sex, the gender, as long as they have the skills needed in order to serve on the bench to the best of their ability. However, a lot of people are stating prior to this nomination that there are many, many qualified women and there are many, many qualified African-Americans and even qualified African-American women. However, because the United States government tends to lean towards white men, and that's something that we can't argue again because when we look at the demographics of the United States politics just in general, we see that it is taken up by white men. And women have started to come in, women of color have started to come in as well, and men of color are starting to break through. However, because there is an overwhelming amount of white men in US politics, a lot of times people of color and women are held out of the conversation, not because they're, they're not qualified, but a lot of people, when they think of a U.S. politician, when they think of someone who takes place in politics in the United States, they think of a white man. So while there are a plethora of African-American women, women of color in general, who are well qualified to serve as a Supreme Court justice, they tend to be overlooked because they're being nominated by white men who see more white men. So while people are saying they don't care about sex, they don't care about race, it is also important to have representation. And it's also important to not alienate minorities and women solely because they're not necessarily being pushed up. And many people are seeing this as a step in the right direction 
because for so long, women, women of color, African-Americans have been overlooked, even though they have been qualified. So even though President Biden during the campaign trail stated that he was going to nominate an African-American woman, it is a woman who is highly qualified. Judge Jackson has done so much on the bench and she is ready for this role. So President Biden did hold true to his promise and pick someone who is not only qualified, but someone who's together race and sex has not been on the bench as well. So again, she is qualified, but there have been people who have overlooked black women time and time again. And President Biden is trying to bring more and more black women to positions of power within the US government. Now, like I said before, Democrats can't, if they stick together, if Democrats decide that they're going to maintain a united front, they cannot put her, they can put her on the bench without any help from Republicans. But again, we will see what Republicans choose to do and if they can, again, get her to the bench or if they will vote for her to be on the bench. Now, while, while these hearings happen time and time again, we do know that we're going to see some pushback from some Republicans. Now they're going to go ahead and go after Judge Jackson's record. They're going to question her about her record as she served on the bench in various other courts. Now they're going to look at the types of cases she handled, how she handled them, if she's able to stay cool under pressure, these hearings for the next couple of days are going to see if she has the ability to be on the bench and if she has the ability to answer and field the questions in a, in a way that essentially that the committee likes. Now they say that, so this is from Republicans, Republicans say that she favored sentence reductions when she was handing out sentences. Now that is something that Republicans tend not to like. They want to see a judge who, again, puts out longer sentences. Now, one person who has been going after Judge Jackson's record is Josh Howley. Now, Josh stated, well, her record is really what concerns me. And in a particular, just to take one example, if you look at what she has done with child porn offenders, she has been on the bench, Judge Jackson, every case of child porn offenders in front of her given defendants lenient sentences lower than what the federal guideline recommends and lower than what the federal prosecutors have sought, did in case after case going back to her time on the sentencing committees before she was on the bench. So again, this is something that Republicans and especially Josh Howley has been coming and looking at her record. Is that, so Josh Howley is focusing on child, on child porn offenders, but in all, it seems as though Judge Jackson tends to give more lenient sentencings when she was on the bench for cases, not just with child pornography, but in cases in general. While other judges tended to slam the book in people's faces, Judge Jackson was someone who was who did not give out the harsh sentences, and again, not just to child porn offenders, but to many of the cases that came before her bench. Now, as we know, and I'm not going to speak to Judge Jackson or what she's saying because that will come out in the hearings that are gonna happen in the next four days. But we do know that when we look at criminal justice reform, a lot of people 
are looking at who are for criminal justice reform, giving out more lenient sentences and not necessarily sentencing people or put to the books or to the, the maximum. But once again, I'm not going to speak for Judge Jackson. Now, this does not seem to be something that necessarily bothers Democrats. While most of her decisions have been left-leaning, this will be a major win for the Biden administration if they can get her on the bench. And many Democrats are satisfied with her record. Many Democrats are satisfied with what she did as a public defender and what she did while she was serving on the bench in other courts. Now, at this time, we do know that the Supreme Court does lean right. And in order to try and have a more balanced bench, Democrats are insisting and trying and pushing to put someone on the bench that has a more left-leaning a more left-leaning agenda. Now, again, when we look at the Supreme Court as a whole, they're supposed to be impartial, and it's not necessarily supposed to be judges who lean left or right. But at this time, we do know that every single judge on the bench in the Supreme Court at the moment has a tendency to lean left or has a tendency to lean right. And with major cases coming into the Supreme Court at this moment, Democrats want to try and balance the bench out. Now, even if the nominee, Judge Jackson, is nominated and confirmed and put on the bench and is does become a Supreme Court justice, the Supreme Court will still continue to lean right. But by putting Judge Jackson on the bench, it will ensure that the court isn't just, the court continues to just lean right and isn't just a fully right-leaning court. Now again, we're seeing a lot of very politically charged cases going to the Supreme Court time and time again. And one of the biggest cases that have been has been going back and forth in the Supreme Court is abortion. Now we do know when we look at abortion, things are really divided between political lines with Democrats supporting a woman's right to choose and Republicans saying that abortion should just be outright illegal. Now, many of these abortion cases are coming to the bench time and time again. And many people believe that abortion rights are going to take a big hit in June. But with cases like these going to the bench over and over again, Democrats want to ensure that the bench stays as balanced as possible. And if Judge Jackson is put on the bench, which many people believe that this nomination is going to go in without, without any problems, it could keep the bench slightly balanced. So again, that is something that people are looking at. But at the end of the day, this is something that is going to go down in the history books. Judge Jackson has had a great career and has been very, very successful. If Democrats stick together, they'll be able to put her on the bench and this will be something that makes history. This will be something that will be written about in the history books that people can talk about. The Biden administration has really been trying to champion women and Black women in general. Vice President Harris was something that is going down in the history book. She is the first African-American woman to be vice president. 
And President Biden, with his nomination, is now trying to put another Black woman in the history books as well. She is a judge that is extremely qualified to be on the Supreme Court. And if she does make it, and again, like I stated before, there is a huge possibility that she is going to make it to the bench, especially if Democrats stick together. This will be the first time in history that an African-American woman will be sitting on the Supreme Court. This will be someone who is qualified and who wasn't just nominated because of her gender and who wasn't just nominated because of her race. This is someone who, who is qualified, who is well overqualified for this position, but also happens to be a woman of color. Now, I say this time and time again throughout my career that representation is important. That our government should look like our population. That the Supreme Court should look like our population. Now, in US government, we've seen time and time and again that it is primarily ran by white men. But the demographics in our country is not just white men. And when we put women on the bench, when we put people of color on the bench, when we put African-American women on the bench, it is more aligned with what the country actually looks like. And it's not just the opinions of one type of person. With cases going to the Supreme Court that primarily affect women, like abortion, it's important to have the opinion of women. Time and time again, we've seen with legislation that, that there are laws being put in place that primarily affect women's bodies that have been decided by men. But now it looks as though government is switching things up. We're seeing more and more women, more and more women of color enter into politics and it's helping to shape the direction that this country is going. This is something that is very, very important. When laws that are challenged are put in front of the Supreme Court, we need to be able to have people on the bench that represents all different types of Americans. And I think this is definitely a step in the right direction. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna say, it's about time that we put a black woman on the bench because for years, there have been many, many women judges across the country who have been well overqualified to serve on the bench, but they were never given the opportunity. Judge Jackson is a judge that is overqualified for this position. And because of Joe Biden's promise, because of the Biden administration's promise, she is now getting the opportunity to show how qualified she is. So again, I'll keep you guys updated about what's going on with the Supreme Court nomination hearings, with the various hearings that are going on. Again, for the next several days, the committee will be asking Judge Jackson several questions about her time on the bench in other courts across America. And we'll get the opportunity to hear from her and hear from her experience and also hear explanations as to why she made certain decisions. I'll keep you guys updated. And again, I wanna say thank you for tuning in. My name is Mel. I come live every single Monday through Wednesday to bring you guys current events and let you know what's happening across the globe and right here in this great nation. I will see everyone bright and early tomorrow morning. Thank you everyone for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by Yellow Cap Company of DC. If you're looking to avoid rideshare prices, 
then check out the Yellow Cab Company of DC when you are in the nation's capital.